Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio. It's Monday, which means... Hello, interwebs! You have survived the weekend. Uh, Siege, well, Jared and the Sieges, Jared and Jessica are not here with us. Uh, Jessica is feeling down, and Jared is, of course, probably uh, helping her. Uh, because she's she's not feeling well. And, well, that's what any good husband should be doing, right? Or, or they're catching Pokemon and they just called in sick. Or, just, you're you're right. They they could be literally catching Pokemon, and we 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 don't know. So I saw um, Charizard today. So you know, hey, anything's possible. Anything is possible. Uh, I caught an Electrobuzz um, while I was sitting at physical therapy, which is awesome. Um, so there's been a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you know, Star Wars Celebration was going on. There's been some really really cool news. Um, the one thing I I've excited to talk about want to mention we all know Mark Hamill has been the voice of the Joker and for some of us he is the actual voice of the Joker um, and probably the best so and it was mentioned that he was done after uh, Arkham City and he wasn't coming back and that but then the killing joke They'd say, yes. hey, if you guys do the killing joke, I'll come back, which that's going to be releasing very soon here on DVD, and it actually looks like it's going out to some uh, theaters to, to, to show as well. But Mark is hinting that the, play, the killing joke won't be his last time playing the Joker. What? Really? Yes. So uh, Mark Hamill's version of the Joker will always be, you know, a very definitive version, but um, yeah. In a re- uh, recently, a fan asked him on Twitter if the Killing Joke would be his last time voicing the character, and he simply answered, "No." <laughs> oh man, that guy is like the best source of spoilers because he he knows how to tease the future without ruining the future. He has a oh, yeah. gift. He has a gift for feeding the frenzy. But not spoiling everything. I think I know. he is insane. I think he is insane. The whole like, you know, okay, well, I guess I'm done with Star Wars now. No, no, no. And then the freaking out that happened on the internet. Oh, I know. That I I read that. I'm like, what? That can't be. Are, are Luke's dead too now? And it's like, but at the same time, that could just be he's done with Star Wars for now until they start Episode Nine. For no, all it could also he could also be. Well, it could also that? be an evil genius play it could that be. 
that uh, he knows what's going on behind the scenes. Maybe they did kill Luke. And this is him very carefully playing the song of the fans so that they bring him back. Mm. Good point. But anyway, because he has played the Joker for so long, that does take a toll on your soul. Oh, it does. Oh. You know, and, and just to know that the creepy Joker voice and laughter, I'll still get to hear it some more, which is just amazing. No, uh, so you think when he said that he's going to come back and do more, does that mean that he actually has like a contract or something, specific plans, or he's just not ruling out that he'll come back and do it if he's asked? It could be either. could be either, really. I mean, that is a very good question. But if they brought him back, I'm sure there's a contract, which means they may want to use him more because they know how much of a pull he has as the Joker. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and this again, this is just my opinion, but the Joker in um, the last Batman cartoon just wasn't that scary. He didn't sell it for me. It, it was like he, he was like he was a grumpy CEO retiree. Well, not that. He kind of dressed like some weird Jamaican Rastafarian, too, with super long sleeves when we first saw him. And it's just like, and he was always barefoot. Uh, that made no sense to me. So it's just like, what the heck? And, you know, and then even, yeah, I mean, Troy, De or, oh, Troy, what's his name? That did, uh, oh, the last Not one. Troy Baker. Or, was, was it Troy Baker that did Origins? Um, I don't know if he was one who voiced Origins. I just know that Troy Baker is freaking everywhere. Um, so let Ooh, me just... Amazing. Uh, let, let me he look is. it up. Troy Baker is, is legit. Oh, my gosh. I just mentioned in, a, in another show that uh, I'm playing through The Last of Us for the very first time, and holy smoking heck. Oh, my gosh. And Troy Baker's performance is stunning. So, yeah, it, it is Troy Baker that did the, the, the Joker in uh, Batman Arkham Origins. How was that? Because I didn't play that. And Troy Baker is a good performer. He he is a good performer. He was very close. I mean, he he was almost spot on for sounding like Mark Hamill, kind of a younger version. But it there was just certain things in way he phrased things that immediately pulled me out. Yeah, it's it, the Joker. Whether you're talking about Mark Hamill, Heath Ledger, or yeah, Heath Ledger, uh, Jack Nicholson, even Cesar Romero, those that villain is it can only be iconic or third rate and there yeah. really is nothing in between yeah i mean yeah. and so, i mean this and this is one thing i've kind of gone back and rewatched the old batmans with caesar romero and even looking at that joker it's like he's just kind of a prankster he's not really this mad maniacal genius that just that we were used to with the mark hamill joker Right. Well, in fairness, the '60s Batman was never supposed to be serious. Oh no, no, you're right. It it was very campy. Um, I mean, come on, shark spray, uh, <laughs> and, and Robin saying "holy something" like every episode. I, it definitely was campy. Um, but I think that's where we've seen the evolution of the character of the Joker. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. That's right, Scott. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, cool. All right. So, what are some other things you want to talk about, guys? So, uh, well, I have an uh, an item of geek news. Please. Uh, recently, um, I'm sorry. 
recently in an interview, Matt Damon was asked if he would like to play any superheroes, and he said, I would love to play as superheroes if there was something available, and they said, would you do a role in Ben Affleck's Batman? And he said, I would jump on the opportunity. Uh, if he was hmm. directing me, I'd jump on it on a New York Minute. I'd love to work with Ben. So, the two are good friends. There yeah. is a possibility that we would see them together. Um, I would just love to see that. I, I cannot imagine... Uh, Who do you a, think a you better could play? Because you know, I've got uh, a thought. I, I would love to see him play Robin. See, similarly, but Too old. different, um, Nightwing. Yes. Mm. Yes, Nightwing. I, I, I think because of the maturity of, of Matt Damon, and let, let's be frank, of the two of them, I mean, both of them have grown a lot in terms of their ability to perform in an action film, but the first time I saw Matt Damon going into the Bourne series, I thought, really, him? Are you serious? Then I saw the film, and I was like, I was totally wrong. He's yeah. an amazing action uh, actor. And having him as Nightwing playing as a peer and sometimes even opposite of Batman, that would be an amazing duality, I think. I, yeah, that's a good point. My only concern, uh, you know... and. You're right. I had the same opinion going into the Jason Bourne movies, and he he is amazing. And, and you know, he was great in Martian. He was Elysium. I liked him in that too. My only problem is seeing them, the two of them together. My brain immediately goes back to Dogma, to <laughs> Mallrats, and all those other movies where they were together, and they're just yeah. So I would like. I I think Nightwing would be an awesome fit because we would see a mature uh, Robin that can hold his own against Batman, um, especially now that we have a much older Batman and Nightwing should be up there in years. Um, I, I don't think Robin would be a good fit because he'd be too old for for Robin, but I think Nightwing would be good. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, that's nice. All right, so what else we got? Well, um, you know, I, <laughs> I realized the last time I did Geek News last week, I also had like... One of those little watch out Skynet stuff, um, <laughs> but once again, I found another story where it should cause a little techno paranoia. Um, thanks to our friends over at GeeksAreSexy.net, there is an article posted about how some some researchers found that they could take voice commands, distort or garble them, and your phone will still understand them, at least to some degree of success. Now they do warn that. Um, their research shows that it's not a likely avenue of attack. But check this out. What they did was they took voice commands like, OK Google, call 911, and uh, I forget what the third one was. Uh, it was it was some other command you wouldn't want to have fired off without your permission. And um, they took those commands, they ran them through the phone without any distortion whatsoever, they ran it through with a distortion, as they describe it, much like the Daleks from Doctor Who. And then they ran them through with um, a, a high level of background noise incorporated into the audio, uh, much like you would hear at a casino. Uh, and here's what happened. In the control group, by the way, they ran this by not only the phones, but they hired online operators to listen and see if they could identify the commands. So you have the technology and you have humans. And what they found was that when it was not distorted in any way, that's our control group, 
85% of the commands went through, which is not as high as I should like for not being distorted, but not too bad. Uh, but then they distorted it like a Dalek. And 80%, 80% of those commands still got through. Which is not terribly surprising, because Daleks still have a humanoid voice. But then they did it with the noise. And a surprising 60% of masked commands still made it through and were intelligible. So the implication here is that people who do want to exploit this as an avenue of attack can basically nest verbal commands under what might sound to our ears like just random noise, white noise. They can mask the command, but your phone will still interpret the command. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, it was something I came across, and it's only a 60% chance, but it's a new, uh, it's a new security exploit of sorts. Like uh, like Pokemon being able to have full access to your <laughs> Google and your Gmail. On your iOS, yeah. yeah. But they did put a, a fix out for that, so... Yeah, they basically just brought the servers down. Not just joking. No, actually, I I picked up the the up the update. Just it came out yesterday, actually, so yeah. that that's no longer an issue. But yeah, that's a, that was a pretty big issue, and a lot of people are freaking out over that. Um, but so, uh, what else do we got? So, in a Wired article published today. Uh, researchers believe that there will be uh, lab-grown meat available by the end of the decade. Delicious. Now, interestingly enough, almost no one, when they say, would you eat cultured meat or meat grown in a lab, almost nobody says, yeah, they'd eat that. Everyone thinks that just sounds disgusting, even if it was, like, indistinguishable from regular meat. But if you tell them that this meat is beneficial to the environment, 73% of respondents said they would try it if they if they knew that it was better for the environment than actual meat. <laughs> nope. So uh, so wow. so this so basically this is just meat flavored tofu. Well, no no no, they're actually growing meat proteins in a lab. It, it it's actually the meat tissue. It's not organic muscle in, in the it's, in the traditional like, sense. Yeah. So, so it's an animal without a brain, organs, or bo- or bones. I mean, That's more like muscle force, without an animal. You can force tissue to grow on a on a scaffold, basically. Okay. Meat tissue, actual know? animal cells. Like if you looked at them under a microscope, they would look like normal animal muscle cells. Okay. Has anyone watched Better Off Ted series that came out like five? Yes. Six? Oh yeah, love that. Yes. The engineer ball. Like they did this exact same thing. <laughs> It yep. tastes like de- like despair. Despair? <laughs> we'll go with chicken. <laughs> that show was canceled way before its time. Better Off Ted is one of the best shows ever made. Oh yeah, that was a Every, great show. Every it was. It was. I and I love the two scientists guys. Uh, lemon Phil. Yeah, lemon it, Phil. It was actually one of Portia de Rossi's better roles. Yeah, yeah really I will agree. Great. I, I will agree with that one. It's probably the, one of the only ones I like with her in it, to be honest. Um, but yeah. All right. So, uh, Scott, do you have anything? I mean, near, wh- near, near, near. Okay. So here we go. We're going to throw Scott out on a limb because Scott just got back. He got to go to the red carpet event. No, oh. in all fairness, it was a green carpet. Green Actually, carpet. <laughs> I wish I was joking about that. They actually had a slime green carpet. At for for Ghostbusters, for the new Ghostbusters film, 
I'm a little jealous. You gotta take a picture with Dan Aykroyd. Actually, my wife did. I just kind of like snuck in there. It doesn't uh, matter. You're in you the picture. You photobombed the picture with Dan Aykroyd. That's true. That's true. And then I kind of photobombed my buddy John, who was getting his photo with Dan Aykroyd, and yeah, you can, like see my little top of hair, my eyes going hello. So, <laughs> yeah, that- so it just that's just awesome. So you got to see the movie. I, I kind of mm-hmm. want let's let's kind of give a small review, um, you know, and, and advice that you have. I mean, you are you are a Ghostbuster of Salt Lake. So I, I, I mean, am a Ghostbuster of Salt Lake. Yes. I mean, this uh, this is kind of, this is kind of your fandom. Yeah, yeah. And and we haven't had a new film or TV series like uh, TV series since 1998 uh, with Extreme Ghostbusters. And before that, the last actual film uh, was Ghostbusters 2, which was back in 1989. So it's been it's been a couple years. Uh, we've been a little hungry. For more, yeah. uh, so much so that a lot of uh, the fans have taken to making fan films, um, and unlike uh, with Star Trek or Star Wars fan films, uh, we pretty much have been the only ones really creating content outside of comic books um, for for this uh, for this fandom up until this, which of course is a reboot, um, and I feel like so going to the advice section, realize that this is fully and wholeheartedly a reboot. Watching this film, uh, to me, it felt like Paul Feig, the director, um, was literally writing a love note to Ghostbusters as one would write a love note to an ex-girlfriend begging them to come back. Um, that being said, there is so much heart. There is so much love in it. I mean, it, it's at times there is so much fandom and reaching back to the original, trying to do justice for the fans... The, it, it, it's almost a desperation. Um, but if, 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 if people, when they go to see this movie, and I think, I honestly feel everybody should go see this movie. Um, and you know what? You might hate it. Don't hate me for saying that. But uh, if you go and watch it and you leave the old ones behind, because if the old movies had never been made, I have no doubt this, this movie would actually be receiving so much, uh, such a better reception. Um, but if you can if you can separate yourself from the classics and open your mind to okay well this is just someone else's interpretation of what Ghostbusters could be with four different people uh, in a different situation in the same city I really feel like people can have have a really fun time watching this film um, I don't think it's going to win a lot of awards but I feel like you can really sit down and enjoy it. And every so often, and now I also don't think it should necessarily be called Ghostbusters because it is a supernatural comedy, but there are moments. There are moments when you're watching it and you just go, oh, oh, there it is. There's that little bit of hint of childhood nostalgia. Oh, there's the excitement. Um, And I wish that they were more frequent because it's reaching back to the old movies. Uh, But in reality, you have to accept that this is a new film. Um... And I honestly believe people can have a lot of fun with it if they can just separate this uh, from the old movies. And it, and don't try to compare. Like, try to just enjoy this for what it is. Uh, as far as for Ghostbusters-inspired movies, out of all the ones that have come out over the last couple of years, there's one with uh, um, Aliens a couple of years back. There, well, there's multiple ones with Aliens. Uh, there was Evolution. There was uh, Pixels. All these Ghostbusters inspired movies that kind of tried to capture that same feel. This one does the best out of any of them from the past uh, 20 years. That's an interesting endorsement. That was a good, that was a great review. So that's, 
that's just my review. Um, obviously, it the plot has holes, um, and yeah, there's a couple things that I would have done differently in editing. But again, hey, I'm not uh, I'm not paid to be a big Sony exec. <laughs> but honestly, it is fun um, if you can avoid the the plot holes and and the weaknesses uh, inherent with the script. And I feel that the villain was ex- was revealed way too soon. It didn't leave enough mystery. Uh, for me to be able to feel uh, that they're in a dangerous situation. Um, I don't know. It just, uh, I felt very safe in Holtzman's arms. So, <laughs> yeah. But I, I really think everybody should see it. Um, I It took me seeing it twice to really say, yeah, okay, I can really accept this um, as a as a really just fun movie. So, Is it sequel worthy? There's Are you already talk that they will continue. There is talk about a sequel, and I wouldn't have said that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or TMNT was sequel worthy. In fact, I laughed when I told when I heard that uh, the new Ninja Turtles, Michael Bay Turtles, uh, had a sequel coming out. But that one, I mean, that was the cartoon from the '80s to a T. That was beautifully done. I mean, I I plan on buying that movie as soon as it comes out. Like, it's just, I, I have a love affair with that movie. Like, that is incredible. So, um, I would see a sequel, but I, I, I really want to see how audiences are going to be able to receive this, or if they're going to be able to, because there's so much hatred. I mean, I've never seen so much hatred for a reboot. Well, it's it's really polarized. I mean, it's either they they like it, or... They don't, and there's more they don't than they do. I mean, there's people that are just like, I'm not gonna go see it. You know, there's not people. Oh, I'll try. It's just like yes or no, and it's it's black or white on this movie. It's kind of crazy. Oh, I don't understand people, people who don't want to see it at all. That doesn't make sense. You you shouldn't judge it until you see it. You know, and this is how I'm gonna go. And I, it's it's not really it's it's not Ghostbusters from no. what that I saw. This is a totally different movie. And I'm just going to go to see it as a totally different movie that has no connection to the Ghostbusters I've grown up and loved. Because um, yeah, otherwise, I, if, if I go in with those expectations, I know, even though I know the original actors are, are in there, some of them are, even though knowing that, if I go in there with the expectations, is oh, this is just another Ghostbusters movie, I'm just going to get upset. You are. You will. You will get upset if you go into it thinking of it as another Ghostbuster movie. It, yeah. Think of it as a supernatural comedy uh, that that likes to nod towards Ghostbusters a lot. Yeah. The only one concern I do have is the cast. I'm not a big fan of everyone in the cast that they have. But, you know, again, that's not something I have control over. So I, I hope they perform well. Um but there's just a couple of individuals that I just uh, I can't stand them. So, but that's me. Can All right. You anything about that? Sorry. Can I? Can I? Can we talk sure. about that for just a second? Or, sure. Or? Sure. What do you want okay. to? So I I just want to say I came I went into this um and I love Kristen Wiig. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with I'm I'm fine with her. Super loving Kate McKinnon. Like those were the two that I was going to be watching, especially Kate McKinnon. Like her Holtzman in the previews yeah. seemed to be the movies like redeeming light, because every time you saw her, you know, it just, uh, it, it felt right. You know, it felt like, ah, the insane scientist is here. Uh, she's insane. She's the leader. She, or she's the comic relief. She's perfect. Yeah. Um, I went in, as they say, 
Team Holtzman. I came out... Mm, I came out uh, Team Team Jones. Like, Leslie Jones does an amazing job in this film. Hmm. Not only that, but but Kristen... Or not Kristen Wiig. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy? Not the Melissa McCarthy you're used to seeing. You're used to seeing the big, fumbling, uh, very vulgar... Um, Melissa McCarthy. This was a Melissa McCarthy who basically realized that every all the kids this this next generation were going to be looking up to her, um, and her character and kind of like emulating her. And so she not only toned down the vulgarity to to next to nothing, but she is just funny. She does have a couple of physical moments, and I thought they were going to be obnoxious, and I laughed out loud. And this is. Uh, Okay. I'm not a Melissa McCarthy fan. I, I, oh, uh, I, I, she, uh, I, I, I dislike her t- to the highest degree. Um, and then <laughs> Leslie Jones, I, all I ever see her in is she's just someone that just screams and yells at you. I, you and I don't find that funny. Um, so those are the two that I'm just like, <sighs> really? I, I don't know if I like. Um, you know, and I have seen Melissa McCarthy in a role where she isn't that. You know, she, long, long ago she was in Gilmore Girls, so she wasn't in, she wasn't the M- Melissa McCarthy we're used to. And even that character, I, I couldn't stand. So I'm hoping that that's not the case with this. But I'm kind of feeling I'll still walk away feeling like those two characters don't fit. But I hope not. I mean, just from the trailer I've seen, those those two characters still an actress. Still bug me. So the trailers were horrible for this film, and I, yeah. and I hate to say that. Um, but really, yeah. I mean, of all the fans that went there, I, I would say about thirty percent went to the premiere, and they were they still were filled with hatred. They still did not believe that it was going to be enjoyable. And yes, there were there were problems with the film, but for the most part, we came out happy. At least as as the Uber fans. Um, and as this not being a Ghostbuster film, but as a a love note to Ghostbusters, and I feel Paul Feig did a great job on that. Uh, but again, Melissa McCarthy, she kind of won my heart over on that one. I mean, yeah, I I I would answer the call. Like I, that's what they're taglining this as Ghostbusters answer the call. Um, I believe her. Like I believe her history. I believe her past. Um, in the story, her character's arc. Anyway, I've gone off way too much. Anyway, my point is, give it a chance. Just uh, just try it out, but don't think of it as Ghostbusters. Think of it as a supernatural comedy, and I think that the actresses, the actors, will surprise you. All right, That's good, good to know. know. All right, so we're, we've ran out of time. We're, time is up. Uh, so with that said, you know, give us your feedback. Let us know your thoughts on what Scott said on what about the movie, and uh, you know whether you liked it, you hated it, yeah, you just didn't care. We want to know. Uh, we'll talk about that further. And with that, you know, let's go off what Scott said. Give it a try. It's a uh, supernatural comedy. It's yeah, works for me. So, uh, all right. With that said, we're out of here. Until next time, be epic. Don't suck. And there's no Deadpool. Ha ha. All right, Deadpool. we are done. Yay. Okay, well, thanks, guys. Well, I'm much happier with this setup than Skype, although yeah. we haven't seen the output yet. Um, I'll double-check the output, but honestly, I think it's going to be a lot better just because I've seen other people's uh, Google Hangouts, and the audio is not much different than what I'm hearing already, and I've been on a Google Hangout, like I said earlier, with Wizards, and it came out clean and clear. 
Nice. So if that's the case, I think we're st we'll start using this when we're not all sitting on a table. So I like it. This is yeah. what I use for uh, for Hop Rocket, like uh, whenever we have any kind of conferences, and it's never let us down. Although yeah. it is interesting that you're doing this live right now. <laughs> that's scary. Well, <laughs> it, it's it's not broadcasted to the public. It's private. So it's just private. So I'll pull the feed, and then I'm gonna sh I'm gonna yank the audio off of it, but. I'm thinking we may just do live ones on some of the shows where we do broadcast it live and people can see us as we're sitting down talking, um, have a webcam, which I think will be fun. Another thing we also talked about, Scott, you weren't here, but uh, the same setup, broadcasting live, us playing Betrayal at House on the Hill and acting out the characters and doing the creepy voices or the little boy voices and being all creepy and everything else with the game, so... Oh, that sounds like so much fun. I know. So we'll have to plan a date and figure that out. So Yes, please, let's do. Yes. Unfortunately, McKay, he's on vacation with his family and the condo they were at. He couldn't get on the Internet. So it was oh. Jared, McKay, and I, and then Jake joined, and then you joined. So, yeah, it worked out. There we go. Very cool. Very so, cool. Well, Jake, thanks for joining us, buddy. Yeah. I'm glad I could be here. Um, if you guys ever need another voice... I'm I'm always down for this. It's a lot of fun. I'm glad I was able to get on. Yeah. Well, thanks for for joining us and you too, Scott. And um, yeah. So bit late. <laughs> it worked out really well. So it's always nice. good to have another voice. And and I like I like how this works. Uh, some of the uh, yesterday comments, and I was just gonna say, oh wait, not yesterday, three days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. We Gotta we keep the in-world continuity, right? Yeah, well, that's okay. On f the Friday episode, the first episode we recorded, we we let people know we record on one day and push them out. And you'll tip the hand. We do our best. Well, Jared kind of suggested it because <laughs> you know tomorrow the Rogue One trailer hits and right. well, we can't we haven't really seen it, so we can't really talk about it. But oh, that's tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow. Oh, I'm terrified for tomorrow. I'm not gonna lie. Ghost Heads, the documentary. Yeah. Comes out tomorrow, and I submitted some footage for that, and I still have no clue if I'm even in the movie. Oh, oh yeah. So mm -hmm. I could be in there burying my soul, or I could be, like, nowhere to be seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess well, you'll find I, out. Yeah, and I wish you the best on that, man. Yeah, let's go just go all watch Rogue One. How's that sound? <laughs> this is the new updated one with the new updated footage, right? This is yeah. This is the brand yeah. new trailer. It's yep. rumored that oh. Vader will make an appearance. I expect it'll be a teaser appearance. Um, uh, yeah, this is going to have some new footage we've not seen. So, so what you're saying, because it's a teaser one, we're going to see a black glove hand pop down with a lightsaber in it, and a red blade extinguishes with. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I expect. I expect a hand. I expect there to be that moment where, like, all the cacophony of action has stopped, and they do a slow fade up to a hallway, and all you hear is like the echo of boots, and then a black hand enters really close to the lens, yeah. holding that lightsaber as he rotates his hand outward, and then, yeah, and yeah. then you hear that the end. Get shot yeah. from the back and get the cape. Yeah, uh, I don't think they'll even go that far. I expect it to be just like, "Hey, Vader and his and his right hand." That's it. I, I, seriously, I I feel like it's going to be like Wolverine, in yeah. in uh, yeah. Age of or the Apocalypse one, where you yeah. just oh see the hand gosh. and the 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 claws come out. Uh, so uh, with that said, uh, we're out of here. Absolutely, be epic. Don't suck. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers fans, it's time to really pull out the stops. 
So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life or even in at your work that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there. We want our numbers to swell, and we want you and everyone else to join the Geek Revolution. So tell your friends about us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we want to hear from you. We want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you and we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible we've got some great things in the works uh coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews and the more people we can get listening to the show liking our pages the more interest we can get and the bigger uh, more entertaining interviews we can get so please 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 help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help so with that said i'm gonna say we're out of here and catch you next time and of course join the geek revolution <laughs>